We are back, guys, for another episode of the Replacement Level Podcast, episode 37 of this podcast. Chris, as always, good to see you back uh, since last week. So, Chris, how's everything about you? Yeah, good. Can't complain. Um, looking forward to a new week and, you know, uh, Mariners are 500, so woohoo. Um, yeah. But yeah, they are <laughs> not a lot to be excited about. It's still kind of miserable for them. Um, but it is nice to know that uh, I have some company in that misery with you because uh, the Yankees aren't yes. doing so great anymore. So this is true. Board. Thank you. Uh, I'm finally on board with the subpar baseball that the Yankees are playing. And talking about subpar baseball, we got a big series this week, Chris. Um, yes. We got both our teams going against each other. We got the Mariners and Yankees. 35 and 35 against 39 and 33. Yankees have been playing pretty bad, pretty bad brand of baseball. Uh, just watching them, it's pretty tough to watch them, honestly. Like last night, I, I was like debating whether to watch the game. I'm like, I gotta watch the game, but just, just watching the Yankees themselves, they're just not a fun team to watch right now. So, getting right into it, guys. Three game series up for this week Yankees, Mariners, starting Tuesday night. Yankees have some big updates on the injury side. Rodon is making his rehab start on Tuesday. Uh, Ian Hamilton will be back Tuesday, made a rehab start on Sunday. And Bader will be back Tuesday as well. He opted to play two more games in Somerset because he felt that he didn't play, make enough on bats in AA. So he will be back Tuesday. But let's get into a preview of this series. Uh, Chris? To be honest, both our teams are well, having gone enough to the great start, greatest start at least. So, what are we expecting out of the series? Yeah, it's it. I mean, it, the this, this series has definitely lost a lot of luster, um, in, in my opinion. And I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that when the teams two when the two teams faced each other earlier, the Yankees just smacked the hell out of the Mariners and granted judge isn't there so that gives a little bit more hope that the Mariners can win but it's still not the greatest like the Mariners haven't been playing well um I will say the highlight of this series as of right now based on pitching matchups is going to be game one where it's the young George Kirby versus the established Garrett Cole um our other the other two matchups in there is Luis Castillo versus don't know yet um and then brian Wu versus domingo herman so you know depending on who castillo gets in there maybe there's some intrigue in there but definitely if you're wanting some to watch a really good pitching matchup kirby versus cole tonight is going to be the best matchup uh just looking at some predictors and it's saying according to espn they're giving the yankees a 59.4 percent chance of beating the manners tonight um and I can't fault them. Like, you know, they've got – the Yankees got their ace going. They've got a better offense. So, yeah, I don't blame them for that. But, you know, George Kirby's showed up big in some, you know, this season, especially in some big games. So maybe he can do it again to the Yanks this year. And, uh, you know, for fall, I guess, give me the, the bad news bears side of it. So the bad news bears side of it, uh, first of all, the TBD game. Uh, and honestly, I, I would – the, obviously, the, the best matchup that you would like to see is obviously the ace-ace matchup. That was Cole and Castillo, but Castillo's game two uh, and Cole's game one. But not, Kirby, Kirby Cole is also a great matchup, too. Cole's obviously the 
predominant ace uh, for the Yankees, but Kirby's the number two guy, uh, number three when Robbie Ray's back. But, you know, I'm definitely going to be a fun matchup, but the TBD game is a little intriguing for me uh, because Sevy and Herman both pitched in the Red Sox series. Schmidt just pitched yesterday as well. Uh, Cole is really the only starter that's on a couple of these rests because he pitched in the, in the subway series. And then there was a break, uh, cause they had to get to Boston. So they had a day off in between New York and Boston. Um, but really there's no pitcher that's going to have enough rest. So I would say I was expecting Herman to pitch tomorrow. Uh, and then they would probably throw out Schmidt Tuesday. Either way, both either way, none of the starters are really having three forties rest because just because of how the things were scheduled out, uh, because they pit Schmidt and Herman were in Boston, and now they're they have a day off today. But really, there's you know Nestor's hurt, Rodon's coming back soon, and then obviously Frankie. So it's kind of tight, at least in terms of how many days off you're getting, but. I think we're going to see some sort of, might be even a, a bullpen game. Maybe they call up Randy Vasquez, and th- he'll throw up five, six innings and hopefully give it off to uh, Michael King, Marinaccio, to eat up the rest of the innings. But I think the most intriguing game, Chris, like you said, is really game one. I'm looking forward to game one uh, just because of the pitching matchup, but just the Yankees' offense has not been uh, going, really. Uh, Mariners also got struck out 15 times yesterday. They did score five runs, but... For a guy who's really struggled all year, and he struck out 16 batters, did a lot of three runs, but you know we're, we're looking at two teams that have been underperforming. Obviously, Julio has not been as near what people expected him coming this year after his Rookie of the Year campaign last year. But on the Yankees' side, just to throw you some stats, I actually tweeted this out earlier today. Uh... Yankees are 24th in average, 28th in OPB, 13th in slug just because they're 13th in homers, 21st in OPS, 23rd in WOBA, weighted on base average, and 21st in WSC+. So there you go, just statistics-wise and, you know, just really just they're playing sloppy baseball. And all the veterans are playing pretty bad brand baseball. Stanton is 5 for his last 41. Rizzo has... Not got hot, really, since Judge crashed into that wall. And he's had maybe a couple hits over the past couple of games. Did get robbed yesterday by Duran. But, Chris, you're looking at a team coming to the series that does not have a lot of expectations. And especially <laughs> Yankees fans. The Yankees are not setting the bar high for this series because of how they've been playing. So, Chris, you might have an advantage coming to the series. Yeah, maybe. I mean, for sure, not having Judge in there definitely changes, you know, the approach that the Mariners will have, especially in facing the order and not having to worry about Judge. So, you know, that, like I said, that is helpful. Um, and looking at ESPN's projected uh, projectors for the series, they do have the Yankees winning two out of the three. Um, obviously, they have them winning the Cole matchup and the Herman matchup. We get Castillo as the winner for that one. But I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that we don't know who the opposing pitcher is going to be. I will say this about Castillo. He's going to be looking for his first win in his last 
will will be a total of four starts. He's lost to Texas when he went seven innings, only gave up two runs. Lost to the Angels where he went six innings, and he lost to Miami where he went five and two-thirds. So it's been almost a month now since he last got his last victory. And his last victory was actually May 27th when he went six innings against Pittsburgh. Um, so it's been a while since he's gotten a win and considering the Mariners gave him a really big contract extension and he's supposed to be the ace of this franchise, you know, the fact that he's got two wins in what is it, one, two, like last 10 starts. That's not exactly what you're expecting from your ace. You're expecting to get a little more wins from him. Granted, most of the times, if you're the ace of the staff, you're going to face most likely the opponent's best pitcher, but over the course of the season, injuries happen, and you know there's different matchups that are, that come across that you'll come across. So again, like it'd be nice to get Castillo another victory in here, um, but the the biggest batter that I would say the Yankees have to worry about right now is Teoscar Hernandez. He definitely got off to a very slow start in the season, but he has really come on strong over the last few weeks here. Um, and he's been one of the hottest hitters for the Mariners and has done a lot of damage against opposing pitchers. So watch out for Teoscar. I mean, the Yanks are going to be very familiar with him after all the time he spent in Toronto, but it'll be, It'll be an interesting matchup. Both teams really need to get going in the win columns if they want to have any shot at playoffs. You know, um, Mariners need this series more than the Yankees just because the Mariners are much further behind in the wild card race. And at this point, that's kind of what the Mariners and really the Yankees, for the most part, are, are playing for. Um, you know, I think the Yankees, when they get healthier or fully healthy, they may they probably have a better shot at winning their division compared to the Mariners um, just because the Yanks have a really strong will in theory have a really strong rotation they've got a really good offense um, the Mariners not quite as much but then also the Mariners are facing a out of nowhere hot Texas team and then they also have to leapfrog the LA Angels and the Houston Astros as well so they've got a lot harder climb to get back and win the division than the Yankees do uh, so really at this point I think both clubs are really playing for a wild card spot and the Mariners need the series more than the Yankees do but it's not like the Yankees you know can afford to drop this series either so hopefully both teams are playing with a little more urgency uh, a little more motivation to try and win this series because both teams could really use it the Mariners more so than the Yankees. So, for the Yankees, at least, I'm not sure this is some like some sort of like a panic button uh, because it's June 19th and we got a couple months left baseball. But the Yankees are ten and a half games out of for, uh, behind the Rays, six and a half from the Orioles uh, in second place. So there definitely is a pretty large gap. And like you said, Chris, there's probably an unlikely chance the Yankees will catch up to the Rays, being that they're ten and a half games. Um, and it's June 19th, and there's the way the Rays are playing, and just the way that the lineup's been rolling, and they're pretty much unstoppable. So at this point, unless something, a crazy turn of events, I just don't see the Yankees overhauling the Rays in any sense. I just think it's going to come down to the wild card, like you said. The Mariners as well. Uh, obviously, you're in a pretty tough division. Uh, the Astros and, like you said, the Rangers... Uh, finally, all the money they spent is coming uh, together. But for the Yankees, at least, uh, we're talking about a lineup that is very streaky. And so far, the $290 million that Cashman spent 
uh, the Yankees have spent really had just not been panning out this year. Um, and obviously you got Judge, and the Yankees just don't play well without Judge. Uh, not sure when you see a team pretty much collapse when one player's out, but for the Yankees, that's been the reality. And, you know, all their veteran guys, Stanton, like I said, is 5 first last 41, Rizzo, LeMahieu, and obviously Donaldson, who is pretty much on the hot seat since he came back. And Torres has been really streaky just all year. So they're all around. The Yankees, is, there's a lot of holes in the lineup, especially when it comes without Judge and when the guys are just streaky. And when the Yankees, when the Yankees offense is cold, there's really nothing you can do about it. It's just about getting your mind right. But that's pretty tough when you're looking at a Yankees lineup that needs to get wins on the board when they're this far out of first place. There's a lot that needs to go right, and it's, it's not happening. Uh, so big series, like you said, Chris, because both teams, like you said, need to start picking up the pace in the win column, uh, sort of falling behind in the race, especially with the Mariners in such a tough division. Yankees also in a division that's all over 500 with the Red Sox win last night. Uh, they officially eclipsed more than one game over 500. So I think there's a lot that could happen in this series, especially standings-wise. I think the Yankees... And Mariners, depending on, you know, obviously who takes two out of three or really could just take series. If any of the teams sweep, they could really gain ground uh, in their divisions, especially if the Astros and Rangers can drop a couple games or the Rays and Orioles can drop a couple games. So I think there's a lot that will factor into this series. And I think getting these lineups right and if both of these lineups can get, get, can get going, they can use that momentum. Uh, the next couple weeks, but Chris, I wish you guys luck, honestly, because although we've haven't been meeting our expectations, not it's not we, sorry. Uh, although the Yankees have been meeting the expectations that obviously fans were anticipating all year, uh, I think this could be a big series. Yeah, absolutely. And just looking at the wild card stands right now, the top two teams are Baltimore and the Angels, and then after that, you've got. The Astros and the Yankees, who have the an identical record of 39 and 33, would be the next two teams that are there. They're a game back, or I should say the Angels are a game up on both of those teams. And then you've got Toronto who's a half game back, <clears throat> Boston who's two games back, and the Manners who are three games back. All of that second wild card spot. So, yeah, the, the wild card race is going to be tight. I mean, even after the Mariners, you've got Cleveland who's five and a half back. They're five games under 500. Um, they still got talent on that team, and the AL Central is one of the weakest divisions in baseball, so they've got a chance to win the division. I, I really think you get one team out of the AL Central, you'll get two teams out of the AL East, maybe even three teams, depending on how the rest of the season pans out. But then another division that has a shot at putting two teams in the playoffs would be the AL West, and it's going to be a battle. I mean, you've got Houston, who's the reigning champs. They've got a bunch of veterans. You've got the Angels, who are you know trying to make a playoff appearance for the first time in Shohei Otani's Major League Baseball career. And then you've got the Yankees, who've been there forever. Um, or not forever, but were there last year. And then Toronto as well. Boston, who hasn't been in a few years. but um, And Seattle, who broke their playoff drought their 21-year playoff drought last year. So it's going to be a very fun wild card race. And then a lot of health concerns and what teams do with the trade deadline is going to be a huge impact on how this shakes out. But it's all going to start right now 
least in my opinion, they're going to start right now with the Yankees and the Mariners in this series. And if the Mariners can win, that would move them much closer in you know, getting that second wild card spot. But at the same time, if they lose the series, um, they're not dead in the water. There's still a lot of time, but it's just going to make that climb much more of an uphill battle. But it's going to be a fun series for sure. Every time you get to play in New York, um, it's always kind of exciting and thrilling to play in there. And Yankee Stadium is an iconic ballpark, despite how outside fan, outside fans feel about it. It is very historic. So always going to be a fun time to visit New York. And hopefully the Mariners can come out with a win. And I would personally like it because I don't have to hear you remind me about how your team beat my team. So, yeah, that's even more reason. Hopefully the Mariners are watching and listening to this and <laughs> will um, back me up. Well, if we come back on Thursday – uh, whatever we record the next episode, and the Yankees are five and one against the Mariners this season. I think we know how this series went, but uh, I think it's still early on in the season. Chris, like we were saying, the trade deadline is August first, so you still got a good month and a half of baseball to kind of reorganize yourselves and kind of get things together. So I think that, that there's a good amount of time until teams kind of get a feel, and teams, a lot of teams are already getting a feel of where they're at and whether they're going to sell or buy. Uh, but for those teams in the middle, obviously the Yankees are going to be buyers at the deadline. The Mariners are sort of in that mix. Um, but I, I think that you said like the wild card, there's a lot that could change. Like right now, the Yankees, Astros, and Dodgers, who are and have been past couple of years the most successful franchises and making the playoffs every year, not, not necessarily the Yankees who haven't won the, the series since 2009, but in terms of just making the playoffs every year and being a consistent pl- contender, they've been successful. And they have the same record right now mm-hmm. and June 19th, 39-33. So pretty surprising. But I definitely think this series is something that Yankees fans should take note of uh, because this is a team – that we could see in the wild card down the stretch or to see in the playoffs, depending on how the Mariners perform, because they are a pretty prestigious team in terms of talent. Uh, but I'm looking forward to this, to this series, honestly. Uh, you guys should definitely watch these three games. I think that these are pretty big games, especially with Bader back and Judge, not really with a timeline, but hoping to return soon. So hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Uh, again, like make sure to watch these next three games. Uh, me and Chris are going to be throwing some trash uh, at each other the next couple of days. Uh, on Twitter, maybe even. Maybe we'll throw some tweets yep. at each other. But make sure to check us out on YouTube, Spotify, and ever, anywhere else you can find it. Also, check it out on our Twitter account. Uh, Twitter account is... I actually forgot what our Twitter account is. That's pretty sad. Um, our Twitter account is Replacement Level 1. Check it out on Twitter... Follow us, follow all our tweets throughout the year, and that's all for today.